0: Welcome to the unconventional wedding planning podcast. My name is Ashley and I am planning my own unconventional budget micro wedding in the middle of a pandemic. If you don't think a woman should automatically take her husband's last name and that maybe he should actually take hers, then you are in the right place. So for today's episode, I'm talking all about last names. And I think this will mostly be applying to hetero couples with a man and a woman. But I think it's actually kind of cool to look to our uh, non-hetero, our queer um, sisters and brothers, because they don't have that expectation of the woman taking the man's last name, because there might not be a woman and a man in the relationship. So there's actually a lot we can take and learn from them, because, you know, they're not showing up and just going with the expected. And that might help us sort of write our own rules. Um, so key to point that out here that I'm probably gonna use a lot of really uh, hetero terminology with woman and man. And I don't mean to leave anyone out. I'm just sort of trying to tackle the traditional um, concept of a woman taking a man's last name. So without further ado, let's get into it. So obviously when it comes to your last name, there's quite a lot of options, you know, once you get married, if you want to change it, if you don't, what you're changing it to. So traditionally in a hetero uh, marriage, the woman will take the man's last name. That's the tradition. It's easy. It's expected. Um, You know, you see all of that merchandise that's like Miss to Mrs. and oh, like, you know, can't wait to become a Mrs. Smith or Mrs. Chan or, you know, whatever it is. It's usually pretty easy to do the legal side. Of course, there is some paperwork, you know, you'll have to update all of your cards and your I don't know, Facebook profiles, and your driver's license, and your social security card, and work stuff, and email addresses, and all that. So there is work to it, you know, you do have to do some paperwork. But most places, because this is such a traditional uh, thing to do, and I will say, you know, most Western countries, I know there's lots of other countries where this isn't the tradition at all. But if you were getting married in, say, like the States, or the UK, or Canada, or Australia, or that sort of thing this is the tradition. So usually it's pretty simple to do, uh, you know, legally speaking, you just have to bring your marriage certificate, your marriage license, and most places are pretty happy to say, okay, cool. Yep, that's your new last name, you know, sign it off. Once you get one piece of ID switched, it's pretty easy to get the rest of them. It can be uh, tiresome, you know, there is quite a lot of... That you would have to do, but it's usually pretty straightforward. And there are so many companies online that would be happy to take your money and do it for you. A lot of people love to do this because they like the idea of sharing a last name. So, having the same last name as not only your husband, but also future kids. So, you would all be, you know, let's go with Chan as our last name example. You would all be the Chans. You're Mrs. Chan, your husband is Mr. Chan, and you've got, you know, baby Chan, baby Chan 2, baby Chan 3, whatever it is you want to do. But, you know, of course, because this is the unconventional wedding planning podcast, I do have to say that just because it is easy and it's expected and it's traditional doesn't mean you have to do it. There are other options. You don't have to do this. And even if you are going to do it, you know, it's totally valid and fine to ask questions like, why do we do this? Where did this tradition come from? Why is it just expected that I will take my husband's last name? Why don't men change their name? Is there space for a discussion here? In so many of those, you know, wedding groups on Facebook, I see people saying like, oh, you know, I thought about hyphenating, but my partner doesn't want to. It's like, okay, well, what if you want him to? Or what if you don't want to take his name? Like, why, why is the husband or the man getting all the power in this? And why is it just expected that women will take their husband's last names. And I know a lot of women will say, oh, but you know, I'm choosing to take his last name. So that means it's, you know, it's my choice and it's a feminist choice. And yes, that's awesome that you're choosing, but you are not making that choice in a vacuum. You're making that choice in a society that tells you that that is the right choice, <laughs> that tells you to taking his last name is what you're supposed to do. Um, There's a really great episode of the Chilla podcast, if you go sort of to the backlog of that, where they have on um, a guest, I'm totally spacing on her name, but she really talks about how, uh, you know, even if you do make that choice, it's not necessarily, you know, that pro-feminist move that you think it is, because that choice is sort of the... Expected choice, <laughs> so not to say that um, that you can't do that. And I, you know, sorry, I should have started with this off the top. But there are no right or wrong answers here. It's just what works for you. And I'm not trying to push you towards one thing or another. I'm just trying to say, question it. And before you just sort of say, yep, 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 you know, tick all the boxes, do what's expected or traditional, really question it and think, is that something that you want for yourself and for your marriage? And have those conversations with your partner and see if you can find something else. So another option instead of the woman taking the man's last name would actually be both the man and the woman taking her last name. So this is totally Bucking tradition, turning it on its head, And sort of saying like, hey, you know, why are we expected to take his last name, but he's not expected to take ours. And, you know, a lot of times when you say this concept out loud of, oh, you know, maybe he's going to take my last name. People are kind of like, what? That's so weird. You know, people, especially older generations are all like, oh, that's so strange. Like, why would you do that? That's not done. Like, what do you mean? People are gonna think he's like, you know, not a man that he's such a... I don't know that he's so feminine and oh, he's can't stand up for himself and he can't even keep his own name. And it's just like a bunch of garbage, right? Because it's ridiculous that it is totally fine for a woman to give up her last name and go along with the man's and that it is just absolutely like wild and ridiculous for him to do the same like that. That's just silly. So all of that thinking is so dated and so backwards. And obviously your husband or your partner, whoever is not less of a man less of a person because he's giving up his last name for your last name. I think it's the exact same concept of, you know, wanting to have that same last name, wanting to become a family, have that union between you. And I think that's amazing. And honestly, you know, when you are having that discussion of what last name you're both going to go with, I think it should be a discussion for both of you. So often, it's just the woman who has to make that decision, because it's just assumed that the man is going to keep his last name. And he's, you know, rigid in that. He's like, well, I'm not changing anything like up to you if you want to change or if you want to hyphenate or whatever you want to do. But I really think that should be a discussion between both partners. And you should both be you know, happy and comfortable with the name that you're using, but also, you know, having conversations around the name that your partner is going to use. I think that's super important too. And it should be a discussion, you know, if you decide, okay, hey, we just want one last name, it should be a discussion between if it's going to be your last name or your partner's last name, it should not be assumed that the man automatically Is you know the name that's gonna work for everybody. I've heard of a couple, a couple couples. I've heard of a few couples um, who do this who have the women woman's last name as their you know their joint last name, and I think it's so cool. It is amazing, and it's super amazing when the guys are you know confident and strong in that decision, and they're standing up for it, and they're like, yeah, hell yeah, I'm taking her last name. I'm so excited to be Mister, whatever. Um, I think that's awesome and it's really beautiful and we should cheer those people on because that's such a non-traditional way to do it, but also a really awesome, awesome example. I don't know why more people aren't doing that. I think it's super, super cool. Uh, Another option, and I sort of alluded to this already is hyphenating. So this is where you take the, you know, the woman's last name, the man's last name in, in a hetero relationship, or just both partners last names, and you hyphenate them. So if his last name is Chan, and your last name is Gomez, you would be the Chan Gomez's or the Gomez Chans, you know, you get to pick which one, which one you want. So this is a really cool way because you get to represent both sides of your family, both people get to bring in a name. And then you have this cool, beautiful new name that really represents both of you and both of your families and your histories and all of that. So often we see with the hyphenated name that it's just the woman in a hetero relationship who will hyphenate. So in this example, the man would say stay as Mr. Chan and the woman would become Mrs. Gomez Chan or Mrs. Chan Gomez. Um, which again, I don't love. I think, I think if you're going to hyphenate, you should both hyphenate. I don't understand why only the woman would want to do that. Like, aren't you both joining together and you know, as equals in this marriage? Why wouldn't you both want to take on both last names? Why is only she holding on to that, you know, that part of her family? I love when both partners do it. I think that's really, really cool. And a really good step of solidarity and showing that they, you know, they want to be together and they both wanted this. It's also a great way to still share a last name with your children. If that's a concern, if you decide to hyphenate, you can hyphenate your children's long or children's last names as well in the future. So you can all be the gomez chans I'm going to go with. (laughs) Um, This can be a little bit harder to do when it comes to paperwork and doing it legally. I know in some areas, the hyphenated name is not as common. So you have to jump through a few more hoops to get your name legally changed. It can also get very long, (laughs) um, you can, you know, if you have a super, super long name, and your partner has a super, super long name, and you hyphenate that you could be looking at like, you know, 20 plus characters, which can just be a little bit annoying, you know, whenever you're filling out forms or signing your name, or even for some legal forms, you know, where you have to fill out one letter per box, you might not even fit anymore. There's also issues actually using the hyphen, I am somebody with a hyphenated last name. And many times, you know, filling out forms online, airline tickets is a big one, they don't accept the hyphens, you either have to to do a space or just cram the two last names together, which can be a little bit scary as you know, your passport does need to match the name on your airline ticket. I haven't had any issues with it. So far, airlines are usually fine if there's a space or no space, um, but just something to be aware of. This also becomes an issue uh, if you have a multi hyphenate situation. So if you are coming into the marriage with a hyphenated last name, and so is your partner, you now have four last names. And that I think everyone would agree is too many, like that is a mouthful. You probably don't want to hyphenate again and be a family with four last names. And then, you know, God forbid, your children have four last names, and they go on to marry someone else with four last names, and now they're at eight. Like it's just you'd have to make an acronym or something. It's just getting it's getting to be too much. So that is something to to kind of think about as we move forward. I know a lot of people are doing the hyphenate now, and I guess my parents were ahead of the curve doing it uh, many years ago. Um, but it is something to think about for the future. I know another option that a lot of women do is they'll move their last name to their middle name and then take their partner's last name as their legal last name. So it's kind of the same idea of taking their husband's last name as their you know legal social last name, but then they just move their um, their given name to their middle name just to still have a little bit of that um I guess, family history, that connection. So again, this can be a tough one to do legally. I know in my area, if you want to change um, your middle name, like if you want to move your last name to your middle name and not just you know assume the man's name, as is, you actually have to go and get your birth certificate changed, which is a little bit wild because, you know, your birth certificate is supposed to be the name you were given at birth. So it really doesn't make sense to go and change that and have your partner's name on your birth certificate. So I know a lot of people push back against that. So more hoops to jump through if this is something that you want to do. Um, you also, you know, still have that issue of is your husband or is your partner also going to be doing this too? Will they be taking your last name and making it their middle name or maybe vice versa, they'll also be moving their middle name sorry, their original last name to their middle name and taking on your last name. Um, So it gets a little bit tricky sort of working out what everyone's going to do, the sort of different hoops you'd have to jump through to get that legal on paperwork. And then of course, you know, there's the thing of most people don't say your full name with your middle name, most people will just say first and last. So if you're trying to get that representation of your given name, if you just put it to the middle, you might never hear it, right? Most people will probably just call you you know, Amy Chan and not Amy Gomez Chan, if, you know, if that's not actually the name that you are writing down. So something to think about, but it is another option kind of in that same sphere of hyphenating. <laughs> So another option, if you don't want to take his last name, or you don't want to take her last name is to come up with a completely new last name. So this is something that's super modern, super unconventional, non-traditional, and you would basically be inventing a brand new last name. So there's a couple, you know, complications here. Obviously people who are a little bit more traditional, maybe people who are super into your family last name or of an older generation, they may not understand this. They may think you're just sort of, you know, playing around and being silly, And coming up with a fun like a funny little name that is just not you know not real not serious and they you know they don't want to call you by that they don't understand they don't approve um, it can also be really tough to think of one. I know sometimes there are two last names that just go together really well and people will do things where they combine last names. So let's see if I can try to think of, well, can I, I'll, I'll keep going with my Chan and Gomez example, though I don't know if it's going to work perfectly well for this. But if you were combining those names, for example, you could be Chanes or uh, Gan <laughs> <laughs> those probably aren't two that you would want to combine. But you get what I mean. You know, if you had somebody who was, um, oh, let's say Stevens and Smith, you could be Steven Smith, like you could just sort of combine those straight up together, um, that sort of thing. You, you get what I'm saying. But you can totally combine the names. You could drop a few letters from both and smush them together or just smush them together if they kind of work like that. So that's a really cool, easy way to do it. I've also heard of people looking in their family tree and finding um, another last name. So it can be really cool if you both sort of have similar um, family backgrounds, if you both have the same like ethnic background, you might be able to look through your family tree and actually find a last name that both of your families shared. So maybe if, you know, you head up the tree far enough, you'll see like, oh, hey, look, like in the, you know, whatever century, there were Youngs in both of our families. So let's make Young our brand new last name, since it technically is a family name, or you could just pick, you know, another family name you really like, or, you know, maybe there's somebody in your family with that last name that is really, you know, a special person, whatever, or you can just invent one, really, there is there's no right or wrong answer here, you could pull a brand new name out of thin air, it could be something that really represents you both, maybe it has deep meaning, maybe it's a place that you traveled together, a place where you lived, whatever it is. Um, so that's, there's a lot of creativity here, but there's also a lot of complications, you know, besides just having sort of that pushback from family and friends who, who might not understand or think you're just being silly. It can also be tricky to do this legally, like I said, with the hyphenating of names or moving a last name to a middle name position. In some places, you're going to have to jump through a lot of hoops uh, to get your names changed. To get them legally changed, you may have to alter your birth certificates or other sort of essential documents that you wouldn't have to do if you just walked up with a marriage certificate and said, hey, I want his last name. So you have to be prepared for that. Um, but on the plus side, you know, it's actually really cool to come up with something that is just for you two, that is super unique. And that, you know, when you get married, you're both going to adopt this new name that is just um, for you that represents what you two love and value and what's important and is just for your family. And it's something you can pass on to your children. And there's no you know, there's nothing else attached to it, because I think some people, and I might put myself in this boat, you know, hesitate to take their partner's last name, because as soon as you become, you know, Mrs. Chan, that's the same name as your partner's mom, and maybe some, you know, aunts on that side, or grandparents, or whoever, and maybe you just don't, uh, don't recognize that, you don't feel that that's who you are, right? Like, you know, oh, Mrs. Chan, that's my mother-in-law, or that's my grandmother-in-law, that's my aunt-in-law, that's not me, like, I'm not a Mrs. Chan, And that's like, oh, I don't really want (laughs) to, that's not who I am. So this is kind of a cool way to be a Mrs. Whoever, you know, know, a Mr. Whoever, because you get to have that control over what that name is. Another option is just to keep your same last names. So if we have a Gomez and a Chan, you just stay Gomez and Chan. And of course, the big plus here is that it is very easy. There's no paperwork involved. You don't have to go down to the DMV or passport office or wherever to change anything. You just stay as you are. um, And you know, go about go about your day. Excellent. No paperwork. Uh, You might not feel as united. And I think this one is a little bit you know it's a little bit silly because obviously the things that brought you together the fact that you are married you know maybe you wear rings you live together you have a life together those are the things that make you united it's not the fact that you share a last name but for some people that's a big point right like you want to be able to have mail addressed to both of you you want people to call you by your you know your married last name um And you might have to actually deal with people calling you by the wrong last name. So if you made this choice and you're like, hey, I'm going to stick with my, you know, given name, you might get people calling you Mr. or Mrs., you know, new last name just because they assume that that's what's happening. Um, You'll also have to confront the issue with kids. If kids are in your future, um, obviously you can't give them Uh, I guess there's not a way to sort of even it out where they, I guess you could have two kids and give one, one last name and one the other, but you'll likely have one last name for your children. So that might be a situation where you either have to choose, is it going to be your last name or your partner's, or that's where you do the hyphenating. Um, So that's sort of another little thing to think about if you are planning to keep Keep your given names. I've also heard that there are issues sometimes it, when you travel and your kids have a different last name from you. Um, there's been some instances, I guess, of uh, child abduction. You know, one parent takes the children and doesn't have permission from the other parent and that can look um, a little suspicious if you show up to the airport with you know three kids whose last name on their passport is Chan and your last name is Gomez Uh, even if they look like you even if they're asking you for you know a bottle or whatever it is Um, But I've heard it's pretty simple to, you know, my parents are divorced. And anytime I traveled with just one, it was as simple as the other parent writing a letter saying, yep, I know so and so is taking my kid out of the country. Here are the dates, call me if you need me sort of thing. I think they might have got the letter notarized. It was very easy. So if that's sort of your big, like, oh my gosh, you know, they're every time we travel, it's going to be a problem unless you really are going out of the country, you know, every other week with your kids without your partner, which is a wild lifestyle in itself, you probably have a lot of other things you need to deal with. This is probably not that big an issue. Um, A simple letter probably solves this. But if you're worried about it, talk to some parents. And you know, if you know anybody in this situation, see if you can get their perspective. There might be other things like, you know, school. Um, I don't know if it becomes an issue if you have different last names. So that might be a reason to hyphenate your kids' names, even if you do decide to keep your own last name. Lastly, (laughs) lastly on the last names, um, you can also do... Uh, a thing where you have one last name socially, and another last name either legally or professionally. So this is something that a lot, and I'll speak to hetero relationships, a lot of women like to do if they already have um, a bit of a, I guess, a following under their given last name. So maybe they are a doctor and they practice under that last name, or they've put out, you know, papers or books under that last name. Uh, maybe even if they're, you know, an Instagram influencer, and people know them by that last name. We see this a lot in Hollywood, right? When celebrities get married, they still often keep their given last name, because that's how people know them. Even if they've been married for, you know, 10, 20, 30 years, whatever it is, I think, you know, think, okay, um, Kristen Bell and Jax Shepard, they both still use their same, you know, given last names professionally. I don't know what they do legally, um, but that is another option. So you could keep your uh, same last name professionally, you could keep it legally. And then you know, socially, so when you introduce yourself on Facebook, on all your other social media, you could change it to a hyphenated last name or your partner's last name, whatever you want. Or you could do the reverse of that, whatever is easier for you. But you do have options just because you change it legally doesn't mean you need to change it, you know, absolutely everywhere. It's probably easier if you have, you know, all of your documents under the same name. So like your passport, your driver's license, your banking, all of that. It's probably easier if it's under one name. But it's totally fine if you want to have, you know, some social media under a different name, or you want to introduce yourself under a different name, that is totally up to you. So we've talked about all the different options for last names in a hetero relationship. You can take the man's last name, you can take the woman's last name, you could hyphenate or do some sort of moving of last names to middle names. You can create a completely new last name or you can keep your given names all of those options, and yet I still don't know what I'm going to (laughs) do. So in my situation, I already have a hyphenated last name. When my parents got married, they gave me a hyphenated last name and they actually both hyphenated their own names too, which I think is super cool. in the 90s. I don't know that this was done very often to have, you know, not just the mom, but also the dad hyphenate his last name. I think that was super cool. I will say growing up, I kind of hated my last name. It's really long, and it's hard to pronounce. And I always just wished my parents had just picked one. um, So I didn't have to do this. But now that I'm older, I actually really appreciate it. And I think it's super cool that they did that. And I think it was a very like, you know, feminist, bold, non-traditional move. And I really love it. Um, but it sort of made things a little bit harder now that I'm getting married. So I don't love the idea of just giving up my last name and taking my partners. I don't really identify with being Mrs. His last name. I think that just doesn't really seem like who I am. I also just don't love following in that tradition of a woman, you know, giving up her name and you know, parts of her identity. I don't, it doesn't really sound like me. However, I also go back to, okay, am I fighting just for the sake of fighting? Like, am I just pushing against this because I want to be non-traditional? Um, maybe, I don't know yet. Um, On my partner's side, he has very strong ties to his family name, to his last name, because his father did pass away. So um, there's, you know, a little bit of him wanting to keep that last name, keep that tradition, uh, being able to sort of honor his father. And sorry, I'll just apologize here for the background noise that I am not gonna bother to edit out. I am recording this on Halloween and where I am, Halloween means fireworks. So that's what's happening in the background. And my dog doesn't love it. So I apologize for barking that might come from her. (laughs) Um, Sorry, back to my own last name mess. Um, So my partner doesn't really want to give up his last name because he does have those strong family ties. However, he's not opposed to doing some sort of uh, a hyphenate or adding a name in the middle or something. And he's on board with both of us changing our names because he agrees that it's not fair that it's just the woman who has to do this. So I love that about him. Um, But it's just becoming a little bit of an issue because, you know, if we do hyphenate, that's three last names. And I think that's a bit of a mouthful. And then, you know, if we have kids, I do like the idea of us all having the same last name. So I wouldn't want to be, you know, the odd one out if I kept mine. So I don't really know what we're going to do. Going through this episode helped me sort of break down all the different options and hopefully we come to some sort of solution. I think for right now, we're probably just going to both keep our own last names. um, Just because I haven't really, you know, come to a solution that I love and it's also easier it's the default if we do nothing that's just what happens and maybe when we have kids we'll revisit this conversation and come up with some sort of cool hyphenated middle name situation but if this is something you're struggling with I totally hear you And just as sort of a final note, I will say again, there are no easy answers here. There's no right answer. There's definitely not, you know, a blanketed, okay, everyone should do this with their last name. Definitely not. And it is totally okay to take your time and decide. You know, start having these conversations early in your engagement, maybe even before you get engaged. Start talking with your partner, letting them know how you feel, talking through the different options, especially, you know, if your partner is from a more traditional background where people always, you know, maybe everyone in his family has always just assumed their husband's last name that's something you want to you know sit down with them and say hey you know i'm not super comfortable with that tradition can we talk can we see what other options are out there introducing them to the options and i'm sorry that i'm talking so much to just uh women in hetero couples i really am trying to make this podcast more inclusive so if you are not in a hetero couple i think this is awesome too because you have so many opportunities to do something brand new with your last name also if you're the man in a hetero couple uh, awesome that you're listening i think that's really great and this is something you could totally bring to your partner too and say hey you know what like i don't love the tradition of us just assuming my last name let's talk what else can we do that's really cool. I will say, you want to let people know at your wedding, so anyone who's going to be uh, talking, addressing you, so that might be like your officiant, your MC, anyone who's giving speeches, just let them know how you want to be introduced, especially if you are doing something a little less traditional. You can either say like, oh hey, just so you guys know, you know, we're actually going to be hyphenating, so when you introduce us, please don't say Mr. and Mrs. Chan, please say Mr. and Mrs. Chan Gomez, or um, if you haven't quite decided, or even if you just don't want to your decision to everyone, let's say you have decided to come up with a new last name, but you know, your families are not super on board, and you just kind of want to avoid it, just go to your, you know, the people who are talking and say, hey, we're not super comfortable being announced as Mr. and Mrs. last name, we just want to be announced as, you know, first name, first name, and that's totally fine. You know, congratulations to the newlyweds, Amy and Andrew, woohoo! Like, that's totally cool, you don't need the last name. So no worries about that, but just to make sure that you are comfortable on your wedding day, let anyone know who is speaking, who's going to be addressing you, how you want to be addressed. And just remember that, you know, this is, it's a tough decision, there's no easy answers, and that it is okay to question traditions and to stand up for what you want, you don't have to, just do what is expected. Um, You can really sort of take some time to see what you're comfortable with, ask lots of questions, do research, have those conversations with your partner, and stick up for yourself because this is your name and it is worth fighting for. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Unconventional Wedding Planning Podcast. I really appreciate it. And I hope I gave you something to think about when it comes to deciding on your new last name. If you really want to make my day, you can leave me a rating and review. Subscribe so you don't miss the next episode and tell a friend about the podcast. And remember, you should be investing more time and money into your marriage than your wedding.